Thanks for listening to, praying for, and supporting Joy Radio. Welcome to our Joy Radio special with Jasmine Murray. I'm Davina Japal, and for the next hour, we'll be playing some of Jasmine's biggest hits and more songs from her debut full-length album, Fearless. The 2014 Miss Mississippi and American Idol finalist has made a big impact on the world in a very short amount of time. Before becoming a Christian recording artist, Jasmine was one of the first two contestants to be eliminated in the finals of season eight of American Idol. I'll ask her about how those early opportunities opened doors and how God eventually changed the course of her life. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Looking back to when you started this journey in Christian music, have you experienced like divine moments which kind of left you thinking it can only be God or do you actually see him every step of the way, such as your track, every step? (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, this journey has definitely been one where I I know God has been with me every single step of the way. I know that it has only been Him, um, and I know that He's the one who put me on this journey. So uh, it's been really incredible to be able to do all the things that I've, I've gotten to do, you know, releasing this album, being able to go on tour last year and open up for Mandisa and Danny and, and heading back out with Mandisa uh, this fall. So, you know, it's, it's literally just where you know that it's God, because I know that I didn't open any of these doors. I know that I didn't do anything um, to, put, to get myself here. I know that it's all been Him and that it's all for His glory at the end of the day. And so I'm so grateful that I just get to be a part of this, that I get to spread the gospel through music and through this type of ministry and to just be a part of the body of Christ and, and to be able to hopefully inspire others, hopefully to lead them to Christ at the end of the day. Was there a specific moment, one moment from your journey beginning to present where it was like, wow, God, I know you are real and I know you love me. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, there have been a million. Um, but I I don't know if you know the story, kind of one of the reasons why I decided to go into Christian music um, was because I used to be on a worship team at my church uh, back in Mississippi, and I had just kind of started getting involved in worship team and getting involved in that church in particular. And um, I just remember this one particular Sunday um, feeling just something I never felt before. And I was leading a song, and I just remember the Lord saying, this is where I want you. And this was before, you know, I had decided to go into Christian music. I, um, you know, was on American Idol a few years ago, and I pursued pop music for a while and just really thought that was what I wanted to do. This particular Sunday, though, I just felt the presence of God like, like that other, and it was so incredible. And I just heard him say, this is where I want you. This is what I want you to do. I want you to use whatever I've given you to glorify me. And in that moment, I just said, wow, absolutely. I just wanted to be obedient to that. And so I just knew in that moment he was speaking to me, and I knew that he had a plan that was way better than mine. And I knew that he was guiding me in the direction that he wanted me to be in. So I just wanted to say yes. And after that, 
he began to open up the doors for me to meet people that I needed to meet, to go to Nashville, to build relationships. And, and ultimately, you know, this led me here today. So, you know, I know from that experience, that was him, you know, speaking to me. I know that that was his presence all around me that day. And, um, and I mean, it's, oh my gosh, it's just been an incredible journey ever since. Mm. Tell us directly what or how did Every Step come about? Oh my gosh, Every Step um, is one of those songs where in life you feel like at times, sometimes you feel alone, sometimes you feel like you're not sure what's going on. Um, But, you know, that song really speaks to the heart of knowing that God is truly there every step of the way. He's truly there every single moment, no matter what you're going through, no matter if you feel like you're alone, no matter if you feel like other people have let you down, um, that he's always there. And so, you know, I grew up in a single parent home. And so my mom was um, my primary caretaker. And my mom was the one that's been there from day one. And so growing up in a single parent home without my dad um, was definitely hard. And, you know, not understanding when you're young about separation or divorce or what all of that means, you know, I think that can build a lot of hurt and um, a lot of just misunderstanding and confusion. And so at the end of the day, though, I realized, you know, that, that Christ is a heavenly father and that, you know, he's there no matter what. And then he's never going to leave. He's never going anywhere. And he's always been there. And so, um, you know, I'm so grateful that I think that no matter what you go through in life, I think that, whether it's good or bad, whether it's positive or negative, it helps to shape you. Um, if you allow it to, if you don't let it define you, but you let it shape you and you use it um, for for something good, um, then then something good can come out of it. And so I feel like that's been a part of my story where, you know, even though I grew up in that situation and, and it wasn't exactly, I feel like, what God has intended. I mean, I believe He intends for you to have two parents, but but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. But regardless, you know, you can still um, live a full life. You can still understand that God is your Heavenly Father and, um, and that at the end of the day, that's everything that you need. Now, can we just sit here for a little bit like my next question still surrounds you know how you were raised and coming from a single parent household I think would you say that you were taught like firsthand how to hustle in the real world by looking at your mom because I believe there's no doubt that your mother was a major influence in your life but how were you able also to balance your reality of being a woman of color independent and still being able to rest in the arms of of your heavenly father. It sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> I know. I, I would definitely say that my mom has been one of the best examples I've ever had in life of being a strong, faith-filled woman, um, but absolutely independent. She's had the strength from the Lord and has walked with that her entire life and has showed all of her kids. I mean, she raised five kids by herself. And so, um, I mean, goodness gracious, that takes a tremendous amount of strength and, and determination and motivation on a regular basis. But, you know, she showed us all that it's possible that you can do it, that you can fight the odds, that you can beat it. 
And so growing up with that type of example has been incredible for me. And she's still here for me. Um, she actually just <laughs> just got a chance to visit. Uh, she stayed with me in Nashville for about a month, and it was incredible. We just got to bond and, and laugh and talk and visit, and it was amazing. So she's my rock, you know. She mm-hmm. has been that constant in my life and just a role model and a true um, a true believer, and I've seen her relationship with God, you know, from the outside and just thought, oh my gosh, how beautiful, you know, I want that. You know, I look up to my mom in so many ways, and I'm so grateful for her because I know that she has, you know, had the most positive impact on my life. She's been supportive since day one. Um, she's always been a believer. She's always been a hard worker, um, a, an obedient servant of the Lord. And so what more can I ask for? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Now, so do you think, though, that there is this kind of push that you have to in specifically even the music industry? And how do you do that, but yet still kind of find that balance of resting in in God? Well, I think at the end of the day, you know, we all have a purpose. And, you know, I've said this before that that we all have a reason for existing and um, that nobody's here, you know, by mistake. And so I think when you understand what your purpose is, you can just completely, you know, rest in that. And for me, knowing that the Lord has given me the ability to to use my voice to minister to others and to spread the gospel, you know, I rest in knowing that I'm doing the very thing that He's instructed me to do. And, you know, I don't have to do or be anything other than a daughter, other than a servant of the King, that that's what He wants from us. He wants us to show people love. He wants us to spread His name and make Him great. And He wants us to understand our purpose and our value and understand who we are. And when you understand that, when you know that you're a son and a daughter of the King, you know, everything else is okay. You don't have to strive to be anything more. Um, He already loves you exactly the way that you are. And so, I don't know, for me, I just, I just rest in that every single day. It hasn't always been that way. I think it's taken some time to to really understand that, you know, Mm -hmm. you learn and you grow, Mm -hmm. but yeah, God has just shown me that, you know, you don't have to strive, um, to be anything other than a daughter mm. and to rest in that. One of my favorite personal tracks um, on your debut album, Fearless, is You Belong. What was your inspiration behind that song? Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, so that song, you know, really talks about just understanding kind of your place in God's heart, understanding that, you know, I think it's hard sometimes in life feeling like, um, sometimes feeling like you don't belong, sometimes feeling like an outsider. And I know from personal experience growing up um, in high school and middle school, kind of feeling a little bit like I didn't belong, feeling like I didn't really fit in. I think also sometimes as a believer, you know, it's easy to feel like an outsider if you don't fit in with the crowd or, you know, it's very easy to feel that way in that song just really speaks to the heart of that, really speaks to understanding that, you know, you have a place in the body of Christ. You have a place here on this earth that God has you here for a reason. You know, whether or not you feel like you fit in, um, you belong here and you're supposed to be here. You have a purpose for being here. And so to always remember that. Standing in the shadows with your heart against the wall.
You're listening to our Joy Radio special with Jasmine Murray. I'm Davina Japal, and she's on the line with us right here on Hometown Christian Radio for the GTA, Joy Radio. Now, you put yourself through college, correct? Um, well, no, I, um, I had some help. Okay. <laughs> from, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Miss America organization. Um, so I competed at, at Miss Mississippi, uh, three times. Mm-hmm. And during that process, you know, I was able to, um, earn scholarship money and yeah, and pay for college. So, um, so grateful for Miss America, for Miss Mississippi, and just for, you know, an incredible experience that I was able to uh, be a part of. My sister competed for Miss Mississippi, and I competed in the teen organization when I was smaller. So, you know, just it's so awesome that this organization has the ability to award scholarship Mm -hmm. money all over the country. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, for you, though, in your story, do you think that you've garnered any kind of tools or even wisdom um, from these pageants where you can actually apply it to the platform where you are today, worshiping and leading people in worship? Oh, absolutely. I can honestly say, you know, being a part of an organization that's all about um, scholarship and service and empowering women, and it's you know, all about looking outside of yourself and seeing what can you do for someone else. You know, we're required to have um, a personal platform that we're dedicated to, um, you know, an issue or cause that is, you know, very dear to our hearts. And so I chose 13 going on 30 and it's based off of the movie um, about a young girl who wishes to be 30 on her 13th birthday. And, you know, she wakes up the next day and she's literally in a 30 year old's body and she's still 13 though mentally. And so, um, you know, I just feel like this is something that's going on every single day in our community. There are young girls growing up way too fast. And so I, you know, dedicated my time specifically to this issue because I felt like it was important to mentor young girls, to help them see their worth and their value, and to encourage them to embrace their age and to, you know, make their decisions early on and to not make adult decisions too soon um, because they have their whole lives ahead of them. And so, um, you know, I can see how community service, how being able to um, just lend a helping hand and to look outside of yourself is so rewarding and so fulfilling. And, you know, Christ came here to serve, not to be served. And so that's also our calling. And so, you know, being a part of an organization that's all about that has definitely left an amazing, amazing impact on my life. And also, you know, the daily ins and outs of being Um, When I was in Mississippi, my entire year, you know, I traveled about 60,000 miles that year all over the United States, all over Mississippi as an ambassador um, for my state and as a spokesperson for my platform and for the Children's Miracle Network. And so I love being on the road. And so that prepared me Mm, (laughs) in so many ways for being on the road, for being able to just meet so many different people and to embrace that. And, um, and to be flexible, you know, because your schedule changes, things happen, you never know um, when something might come up, and you just kind of roll with it, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's life, that's literally life. Um, so yeah, it's, it's prepared me in so many ways. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Now, tell us a little bit more about the makings of Vapor. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Vapor, so I personally did not write that song, but that song was pitched to me by a label, actually, and um, I fell in love with it. Ended up like, yeah, just getting on board and saying, yeah, let's do it. Let's record it. Um, because I felt like the meaning of the song is so incredible. You know, it talks about how short life is. It talks about how it's important to realize that I mean, you need to live for something greater than just walking through life every day and saying, oh, okay, yeah, I'm here and then I'm gone tomorrow. It's like, no, but you have a whole eternity to look forward to, you know? And and so you're living for something greater than yourself. And to realize, you know, you don't want to just walk through life um, aimlessly. You know, we want to walk through life knowing our purpose, knowing, you know, what we have to look forward to in the next life, but also realizing that it is short. You know, life is very short. And so nobody knows when when your time is going to come. But when you are, when you are completely, you know, dedicated to Christ, when you have given your life to him, you know, you can rest in the fact that you know that you have an eternity to look forward to with him. So that song, you know, it's fun, it's upbeat. Um, it reminds me of just like, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like a mix of like Whitney Houston, like dance with somebody, like just those really fun vibes. But at the end of the day, it has such an amazing message. And so, um, I don't know, I just, I love that song and so glad that it's on the record. Looking back, what have I done? I can check every regret that's on my mind. Now tell us more about the, how much of yourself is actually in this record, in this album. So I've written on every song except Vapor, actually. So, um, you know, I definitely poured just my heart into every song. I poured um, my experiences into these songs. And, you know, I was blessed to work with incredible writers and producers that did the exact same thing. You know, they poured their hearts. They came and gave 100% every single time we met at the studio. It was so cool, you know, at the end of the day, because a lot of these writing sessions, I mean, these songs happen very quickly, like in a matter of hours. Sometimes we'll come into the studio at like nine o'clock. We'll have our appointment set for like nine in the morning or something. And then we'll usually be done by like two or three at the latest, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that time, we've usually already written the whole song and uh, hopefully recorded a demo by then as well. So it goes very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's so awesome to see these songs just come together because I, I, I truly believe that the Lord has been in every single session, in every single room that I've been in and has literally poured into our hearts, poured into our minds the words to put on this paper and, you know, the words to actually sing. And mm-hmm. so it's truly been a really neat process to kind of see everything come together and um, to be able to pour, you know, different chapters and different parts of my life into these songs and just things that I felt like the Lord wanted me to say. So when I listen to songs such as Control, Who You Love, You Belong, there seems to be a bent towards the theme of relationship. How important mm-hmm. are relationships to you? Or is the emphasis rather on who you are in relationship with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, You know, I feel like it is definitely important to realize that, you know, being a believer is about having a relationship with Christ. It's not about just following 
a set of things that you do every day. It's truly about understanding. And that's part of it. Yes, that's part of it. But but God really wants you to experience him and encounter him like never before. He wants to walk with you through life every single day. He wants to be a part of this journey that he's put you on. I believe that that comes through, you know, constant communication with him every single day. It's just like, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you, you know, you have to talk to God. You have to literally open up and have a dialogue with him so that he can speak back to you. You have to literally be open to that or else, you know, how do you have a relationship with someone that you don't talk to, that you don't spend time with, that you don't, you know, Mm. care about their feelings? But I mean, that's not, that's not a relationship. You literally have to put in work to have a relationship and for it to grow. And that's exactly how your relationship has to be with God, too. It's the same thing. And so I do believe so much of it is about that. And then, yeah, also, like you said, it's about who you are in that relationship. Like I said earlier, knowing that you're a son, you're a mm-hmm. daughter, that we've been adopted into the kingdom, that we've been forgiven, that we've been cleansed, that we've been set free. And so he wants us to realize our place in his heart. You know, we're literally his children. We're his children, and he wants the best for us. He wants everything for us, and he loves us so much, more than anybody else on this earth ever will. And he's the only, you know, true love that we'll really ever experience because his love is everlasting. His love is unconditional. And once we realize that, you know, we can truly understand what it's like to have that relationship with him. We can truly understand what it's like to 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 be free mm-hmm. <laughs> and to know that there are no barriers on love. We can experience true love like never before. Amen. Amen. The wonderful experience to be loved and to know one is accepted is like, I think, one of the beautiful things about life itself. In your story, though, you know, you were very vocal about your struggle with anxiety, uh, which led you, I believe, if I'm correct, to the birth of the single fearless. Do you still struggle? Yeah, yeah, um, I do. <laughs> um, and it's not as bad as it as it was. Um, actually, you know, because at that time when I when I wrote Fearless, I was kind of in the thick of it. I was having really bad panic attacks. I wasn't in the best place, honestly. And I think that's because I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't really know much about anxiety. And so um, I knew that like I had a tendency to worry a lot. I knew that something felt different within me that I just wasn't quite myself. Um, I was kind of starting to distance myself from people. I just felt you know, very worried all the time. These panic attacks are happening. I feel like I'm not in control. It was just so much, you know, at the time. And the day I wrote Fearless, yeah, I actually had a panic attack in my car on the way there. It was so, so crazy. Um, but I ended up, you know, parking my car and getting myself together and walking into this session. And um, I was all, I was okay, you know, and <laughs> the guys are like, what do you want to write about today? And so I was like, oh, well, kind of, kind of want to write about fear, but I didn't really want to go all the way into it. Um, and it was so crazy because before I knew it, I had just like burst into tears. It was like I couldn't even hold it back any longer. Mm-hmm. I had no intention of diving into that story that day. I had no intention of like really, really going there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was almost like the Lord just pushed me just a little bit because mm-hmm. I think that that was what he wanted me to do. I think he wanted me to share that. I think he wanted me to know that it was okay and that that was 
um, you know, a part of where my healing was going to, was going to begin. And we ended up writing fearless that day. And so it's been such an encouragement to me and a declaration for me and hopefully other people experiencing the same things. And at the end of the day, I think it's important to know that, you know, fear is not from God, that fear is not something that he has, you know, put in our hearts. As a matter of fact, he says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Mm-hmm. So we can rest in the fact that that's not from God, that fear is from the enemy, mm-hmm. that fear is literally just something that he uses to try to distract us, to try to steal our peace of mind, to try to take us away from our purpose, um, and to get us off the path that God has us on. And so once we realize that, you know, we can take our power back because you know, God has already overcome the world. I mean, there is nothing that we are going to experience that that Jesus has not already experienced and overcome and conquered. So, you know, we can rest in knowing that the same power that was in Him lives in us. And so once we realize that we have that power, we can take our, we can take control over that. It's something that I still have struggled with from time to time, and it's not as bad as it was. And I'm so thankful, you know, I haven't had a panic attack in a while, and I'm so grateful for that. Amen. And I believe in healing. I believe in restoration. Amen. I believe that you can be set free. I believe that God does not want us to live in chains and in bondage of anything that Amen. the enemy tries to hold over our heads. And so I'm believing for complete healing over myself and for anybody who's listening to this right now who's maybe experiencing the same thing that... This does not have to define you. This does not have to be your way of life forever, that you can be healed and set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what are some of the tools? You could list them, list them off, like one, two, three. What are some of the tools that have helped you fight against um, fear? Uh, well, number one, the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I feel like, Resting in scriptures where you understand, you know, there's so many scriptures that talk about fear and knowing that it's not from God and knowing that you can overcome. I mean, there's literally, you know, you can literally Google the scriptures on fear and how to combat that and how to speak against that. And so um, I think making that a daily part of your life is so important because when the enemy is literally trying to flood your mind with lies, you need to flood your mind with the truth. And so that is the Word of God, knowing that His truth is going to prevail over the enemy's lies. And that way, you know, you can dispel when the enemy is trying to come against you and trying to spread those lies again. You can say, no, I know the truth. I know what the Word says about me. I know what God says about me. And so you're able to use that as as kind of like your armor, you know, as kind of like, you know, to fight against that. I think also having a good support system has been so helpful for me. My family is amazing, and you know I was able to open up to them about what I was going through, and they were so supportive and so understanding. That's really important. I think the enemy wants us to sometimes suffer in silence and not tell anybody and not talk about it, but I think that you need to talk about it. You don't need to go through this alone. Talk to your family, talk to a friend, talk to your counselor, a preacher, somebody, and understand that you're not in this alone, that you you don't need to fight through this alone. God has given us a whole big, beautiful earth filled with billions of people. (laughs) Very true. Very true. So much (laughs) community. And so there is someone out there that will listen to you, that will be there for you um, and support you through this. 
And I think also on a daily basis, like understanding your triggers, because there are certain things that um, can probably send you to that place of anxiousness. And I know for me, sometimes when I'm rushing in the morning, if I had, you know, somewhere to be, um, sometimes if I'm rushing, um, I've noticed that sometimes that has sent me into a panic. Mm. So that means I need to wake up a little bit earlier or, you know, I need to leave a little bit earlier so that I can make sure that I'm not like in a frenzy Mm -hmm. trying to get to a place and, you know, trying to find directions and all of this and that. Good word, though. Honestly, good word. Like triggering. We have to know ourselves in order to to identify, you know, okay, this triggers me and spending time in the word, good support community. Those are three, you know, key, key elements I think that we can use to battle fear. I'm speaking with worship leader and recording artist Jasmine Murray. You can be part of the conversation right now by posting on our Facebook page or by sending us a tweet. You can find us both at My Joy Radio. Your song Closer is a prayer. When I hear it, it's like requesting God to draw us closer to himself. Now, for some of us who have been, I guess, influenced by, you know, the phenomena of social media, this may sound terrifying because intimacy is extremely vulnerable. So what truths uh, lie in in this song, Closer? Yeah, the song is all about wanting to become closer to God, yearning for His presence, yearning to just walk with Him and for Him to reveal Himself like never before. And I think that that comes from us seeking Him on a daily basis. Um, You know, God's a gentleman. He's not going to make us like come to Him. He's not going to make us do anything. It's up to us. We have to make that decision to give our lives to Him and to, like I said, continue our relationship. He's always going to be there. Like he's never going to leave us, but you know, he wants us to be the one that, that takes kind of the initiative and says, okay, you know, and says, I'm going to walk with you. God is like literally sitting there with open arms, like come to me, my child, (laughs) you know, I'm here. And so, yeah, I mean, I love what you said. It's like a prayer. Um, It really, really is. God wants to take us, He wants to take us to new levels in Him. I think He wants us to see Him like never before. And so when we draw closer to Him, you know, He draws closer to us. And, and He wants us to understand, like, let me take you to places you've never been. Let me take you deeper in your faith. Let me take you deeper in your walk with me. Let me take you to places that you can't even imagine. And so that's all that song is about is literally going to new heights and new levels with Christ and understanding that He's there, that it's possible, that He wants that with us and that, you know, we're yearning for that too at the end of the day or else, you know, I think why do we spend so much time trying to fill ourselves with things like material things and things that really, I mean, at the end of the day, only offer, you know, disappointment at the end of the day, because nothing fills us like God does. Mm. He is the only thing that is truly going to give us fulfillment, that's truly going to make us whole. There's no person, there's no material thing that is going to do that for us. And so realizing that is where we're able to unlock, you know, I feel like kind of one of the secrets of life. It's not even a secret, you know, I mean, it's very obvious Like God wants us to know that he's the only thing that can give us that that fulfillment at the end of the day.
Are you still leading worship at your church? Um, no. So I, I moved to Nashville about two and a half years ago. So no, I'm, I'm no longer at that church anymore. But I had an incredible experience being there and being able to be a part of worship team. I got involved in tech team and um, and just I loved it so much. So I'm on the road a little bit more nowadays. So I'm still, you know, getting to sing and, and worship everywhere I go, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not actively involved in doing that anymore at that church. So it's a little bit harder nowadays. Um, I'm on the road a little bit more on the weekends, so I don't get to do that as often. But, you know, hey, you never know. Hopefully I will be able to get involved soon. That also keeps your schedule very busy. Like, how is your personal life? Are you dating right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, it is very busy. I think I think it's, it's hard because, you know, and it's not really hard, but I think that with a calling like this, it does take a lot of time. And it takes so much understanding that, you know, like I said, your purpose is most important and comes first. And and so being faithful to um, what God has called you to do is is most important. And so I love that. I love having the opportunity to be able to do that and to just give all of myself to everything that he's called me to be and everything that he's called me to do. Do you want to marry? (laughs) Um. Of course. I mean, if that is what the Lord has for me, then um, then absolutely. You know, I think more than anything, I just want to be in His will. I just want to do whatever it is that He has called me to do. So if He has plans for me to marry, then absolutely. <laughs> amen. Amen. It sounds as though, you know, you're the type of person that whatever God places before me, that is where my heart and intention is. It's like, whatever my hands find to do, I'm going to do it. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Last question. When people listen to you in worship, uh, whether you're performing live or when, and they should pick up the album Fearless, when they listen to your music, what do you want them to walk away with? You know, I hope that they walk away feeling closer to God at the end of the day. Like I said, these songs are very personal. These songs have a lot of my heart and so many different chapters of my life in them, things that I've gone through and just messages I feel like the Lord has given me. So I feel like I hope that it's an encouragement for them. I hope that they see a little bit more of my heart and who I am and maybe some of the things that I've walked through, but also that they're encouraged to know that Christ is there every step of the way, that there's nothing in this life that we're doing alone, that we don't have to do it alone, even when we feel you know, the urge to want to kind of control everything that that God is saying, you know, let me bear that burden for you. You know, don't try to to walk through all of this by yourself. Don't try to, to micromanage everything and try to take control of everything. Just realize that that God wants you to know that He's got you. I mean, I just really hope that they walk away feeling encouraged. I hope they walk away feeling closer to God. And I hope that the songs just inspire them and encourage them, make them feel good, make them feel happy, but that they really speak to their hearts. Well, I am walking away from this interview feeling fed already. Thank you so (laughs) very much, Jasmine, for opening up your heart. You are a beautiful person, and I just... 
Pray that God's Spirit will continue to protect you and lead you into His righteousness for His name's sake. This is my prayer for you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening to our Joy Radio special with Jasmine Murray. Listen to more songs from her debut full-length album, Fearless, on streaming services like Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Music, and Apple Music. On socials, connect with Jasmine on Facebook and Instagram at Jasmine Murray Official or on Twitter at Jasmine S. Murray. And let Jasmine know that you heard her music on Hometown Christian Radio for the GTA Joy Radio. Can you hear that? My walls are this is Joy Radio. On air and online, you can listen to your favorite Christian station anywhere. Find great podcasts, videos, our full schedule, and much more. Streaming live at joyradio.ca and on our free MyJoyRadio app. Find us on iTunes or Google Play. Then listen to your favorite Joy Radio programs anytime, on demand.